0: Hello, it's time to open Stage Door 14. Do you see what I did there? Yes. Yes. Ah! Kitchen. <laughs> uh, my name is Rob Harris. And I'm Alex Minns. And this is the podcast for you if you want to know what the hell is going on in the West End at the moment. It's a roundup of news. Of wonderfulness that's happening in London. Artistic wonderfulness. Um, and we should say, actually, this is a good point. So if you want to get in touch with us.
1: Yep, please do. Please
0: do. do. Rob Oh no, what is it? The, the Stage Store
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's the world's longest email address. Ever. Yes. Uh, the, the Stage, stage Door, door with, with Rob and Al at
0: gmail.com. Get in contact with us for, with anything such as you need two more new presenters uh, <laughs> to replace us. Or if you'd like to come and chat to us about a production you're in, involved with, or perhaps you're a theatre putting a production on and want to talk more about what you do, we'd love to speak to you, we, we? certainly
1: would. We certainly would. We're on Instagram as well, aren't we? The Stage Door W1 and yes, Twitter.
0: And Twitter at The Stage Door W1. I shall be on that this evening.
1: Excellent. Yes. I'll be on Insta. Really, Battling away.
0: We're so hip and groovy.
1: <laughs> so social media, we're so up with it.
0: Should uh, we get on with it? Let's get on with it. Sorry. So this week we both saw something at the theatre. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So we'll chat about that. It was something frantic and something amateurish.
1: <laughs> How a pair of glasses can take you to another level.
0: How to see the best of free theatre this year.
1: And we'll take applause for thought.
0: Hmm. Just like that. Just like that. Hmm. Anyway, shall we start with the news? What's yes. been going on this week?
1: Well, as ever, there's a lot to report on. Mm. Um, the first bit of fantastic news is that there has been an announcement that, um, <coughs> excuse me, Hayley Atwell and Tom Burke are to star in a new revival of Ibs- Ibsen's Rosmer's Romza-
0: romzes- Rosmersholm. Rosm- Holm. Rosmersholm. Rosmer's Holm. Rosmer's Holm. Rosmer's Holm. Rosmer's <laughs> Holm.
1: Has Rosma got a hole? I don't know. We'll
0: find out. No we doubt, will. that's clearly what the play's about.
1: <laughs> it's actually, Robert, meant to be one of Ibsen's greatest pieces Is next it? to The Wild Duck. Okay. So I think
0: we need <laughs> Rosma's home. Yeah. Have you seen The Wild Duck? <laughs> no.
1: Anyway, we're giving you this information because it's Hayley Atwell and Tom Burke. We thought you might like to know. Yes. Um, It's due to be on a, uh, the 20, from the 24th of April at the Duke of York's Theatre, Ian Rickson is going to be directing it in the West End premiere of Duncan Macmillan's new adaptation. Um, And it's a very relevant work to now. With an election looming, a country on the brink, a rabid press baying for blood, at the centre of the storm is Rosmer's home, the grand house of an influential dynasty. This is where the future will be decided by John Rosmer, a man torn between the idealised hope of the future and the ghosts of the past. (coughs)
0: Cough it up, love. Cough it up sorry that's all right hung over aren't you
1: <clears throat> can you not tell everybody that please i'm trying my best to hold it together at this point <coughs> yeah red wine and beer are not my best friends anyway it's a masterpiece by ibsen it's going on from the 24th of april should we move on
0: Let's move on. It sounds good, though.
1: It does sound great. I mean, I could give you a little bit more if you want. No. Okay, that's it. Done. Uh, let's take.
0: <laughs> let's take applause for thought. Now, this is an initiative to provide access to free and low-cost mental health support to performers. Serious now. It is serious. Serious now. Uh, So they had their first mental health event at the Other Palace on Sunday called Mental Health Matters and in association with the Other Masterclass, its aim was to provide a safe environment for performers to learn more about balancing their mental health whilst pursuing a career in performing arts. What a fantastic idea.
1: Yes, an excellent idea, I think. And probably it's been something that's been needed for quite
0: a while, I would imagine. Yes, I can only imagine the strains and stresses that you go through if you're doing a regular show.
1: Well, and also like the audition process. Is, I mean, you know, everyone says that performers are maybe a little bit delicate and emotional. But yes, and they have to be to a degree in order to be able to do their job properly. But also the amount of rejection that everybody has, is, yeah. it's very
0: difficult to deal with. Anyway. So last Sunday, actors Charlie Stemp, Jodie Jacobs and others opened up about their struggle with mental health. Tickets were free and sold out.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, so
0: AFT, Applause for Thought was created by Raffaello, Raffaella Covino. Sorry, Raffaella. Raffaella. Raffaella?
1: <laughs> so
0: let's just move Ibsen's on. Ibsen's <laughs> Um So, Raffaella aims to have monthly events which will always include industry professionals and therapists in order to provide tangible help. So, you can follow Applause for Thoughts on Twitter and Instagram.
1: Yes, I've already started following that on it. We've, we've actually started following that on Instagram. Oh, have yeah, we? So, we Thank can keep you. up to date with everything that's going on. <laughs> I think the next one actually is to do with. Um, finances so that's also a very good one and i can speak from experience when i was doing some kind of performing i definitely needed some help with some finances because i didn't have any income that's great it sounds
0: like a good series
1: Yeah, no, it should be good. Um, Voices off at the Old Vic. Just wanted to alert everybody to this. Um, So if you love the theatre, you don't just have to watch it, you can question it. Um, And you can basically buy tickets after certain performances uh, to go to the Old Vic. Explore the themes raised by their main stage productions in their series of talks, debates and Q&As with leading voices in the arts, media, science and politics. For more information, go to theoldvictheatre.com.
0: Now, if you're a fan of musical theatre, you're going to want to put these dates in your diary. The 22nd and the 23rd of June this year is West End Live. Of course, it's completely free, takes place in Trafalgar Square, and some of the biggest and best shows in theatreland are going to be there. yet-to-be-announced lineup. But of course, last year we had The Lion King, Mamma Mia, Matilda, Lamey's Wicked, Phantom, Eugenius, Strictly Ballroom, uh and Tina Turner the Musical. So
1: That's exciting. Twenty second and twenty third of June, yes. right in the diary it goes.
0: Fingers crossed for the weather as well. I think last year it was a bit miserable, but uh it's free, so we should all make an effort.
1: So you could basically go to Trafalgar Square and you, there are some of these performances from the West End Theatre going on. They are That's amazing. Yeah. Sorry. It's good this isn't is it? the news that I've just heard as well.
0: <laughs> there you go. You should listen more to our own podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, yes I should I'm- Sorry, sorry. The View Upstairs will have its European premiere at that fantastic Soho Theatre soon. Do you want to tell us all about that?
0: Yeah, so this is the story of Wes, who is a young fashion designer. When he buys an abandoned space in New Orleans, he's no idea it was previously the Upstairs Lounge. Now, that has a bit of a tragic history. It was a popular and vibrant gay bar in the 70s, and the club was targeted in an arson attack, killing 32 people. So the show was inspired by this true story in 73, uh, which until until the Pulse nightclub shootings in 2016 was the single largest attack against the LGBTQ plus community. So this production brings to life um, the forgotten community and takes the audience on an exhilarating journey of seduction and self-exploration, celebrating the lives of those forgotten. It's a mixture of love and power rock songs, uh, about friendship and community and shows how far we've come as well as how far we have left to go. It's been a success around the world already, this one, and has gained support from some of the LGBTQ plus community's biggest advocates, including Rue Paul. Uh, this production of The View Upstairs will be one of 10 going on to be performed around the world between 2017 and nineteen. Written by Max Vernon, directed by Jonathan O'Boyle, who's directed Aspects of Love, Pippin and Hair choreographed by Fabian Alois, who did Madagascar the Musical. Uh, It's running for a limited time only at the Soho Theatre from the 18th of July to the 31st of August. Tickets available now.
1: That sounds very exciting as well. Yes. I'm excited about our news this week. (laughs) I'm also excited about a brand new immersive show. I love a bit of immersion. And
0: now, this is something that you wouldn't get me going to see in a million years.
1: Mm. I yes. Well, I'm not a fan of horror, so no. that might not be great. But some of our friends are, aren't they?
0: Yes, I know a couple who would love to do something immersive yes. like this. But go on, we're oh, teasing, okay. we're teasing.
1: So it's... <laughs> yes, we are. We're just talking round it. So it's a brand new immersive show inspired by the 1968 horror film Night of the Living Dead. And it will open in the West End in late 2019. Oh, goodness. Now, the piece, which will be staged at the same secretive dedicated immersive complex as the upcoming show Variant 31... We'll see audience members thrown into a world filled with, oh no, flesh-eating zombies, barricaded an old farmhouse and having to remain safe as the horde descends. Night of the Living Dead will be the first production in the tailor-made Space 18 theatre housed within, um, as I said earlier, the Variant 31 area. Specific dates and casting for the piece are to be announced. I actually can't think of anything worse, but that's just because I hate horror.
0: Yeah, likewise. I mean, it would scare me to literal death. Yeah. I wouldn't come out alive.
1: Because the only way I can watch a horror film is the fact it's, going, it's not real, it's not happening, it's not real, it's not happening. But this would be happening and it would be real. And it
0: would be real. Yeah. I can't bear anything like that at all. But I would imagine that is a horror fan's dream come true.
1: <laughs> I think that might be a good one for Sheena's
0: birthday. For, for our best friend Sheena's yeah. birthday. Yeah. Yeah. We have lots of best friends, don't get jealous. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Very loving... Say couple, but that's wrong. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, sorry, James. Uh, John Barrowman, fabulous.
0: He is going to host. I don't know whether to dread this or to <laughs> just fall in love with it now and just put up with it. John Barrowman is to host a new all star musicals on ITV, which will see famous celebrities perform iconic musical numbers. Did you see this when it was on last time? No, no, uh, it's, f- <laughs> it's featuring our one true love EP who will be leading a panel of industry judges. Uh, Seven celebrities will perform live on the Palladium stage for one night only, with performances then broadcast in a one-off special. It's going to feature a range of numbers from famous musicals, contemporary and classic, and the Palladium audience will decide at the end of the night which one was the most impressive. I'm going to place a bet that John Barrowman and Elaine Page won't be able to help themselves, and they will be singing.
1: I mean, Elaine Page sings on her own show on radio too. (laughs) You can't stop her and her laughter oh my god she's outrageous I love it yeah I mean of course they'll be I mean yeah no there's no way they will not be able to stand up there and sing it'll be like they just grabbed come on
0: yeah it's just I mean it's those awful uh, this is no reflection on John Barrowman at all because I like John Barrowman yeah but it reminds me of those awful shows where the person who is comparing can't help but join in and sing through the show which always makes me oh shiver shiver and shudder. but there we go (laughs) Good luck, John Barron. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, forecasting has been announced for the upcoming production of Death of a Salesman at the Young Vic. Very exciting. Uh, Wendell Pierce, Sharon D. Clark and Aaron Zekini, Kenny, I'm sorry, um, mispronunciation, I'm mispronunciation, I'm sure, were already announced as appearing in the production. Um, now, they're going to be joined by Ian Bonar, Trevor Cooper, um, <laughs> Joseph Mydell, Nenda Nura, I can't say everyone's names. Amongst others. thank you very much. I don't, I don't like mispronouncing. It's like when people call me Mims. It's not, my surname's Mims, and it upsets me, so I'm just not going to say it. Don't go there. Yeah. Um, and it's also been announced, excitingly, that Marianne Elliott is to co-direct the piece with Miranda Cromwell, who worked as Associate Director on Company and Angels in America. The production um, opens in previews from the 1st of May. It runs to June the 29th. Press Night is on the 9th of May. Um, Arthur Miller's nineteen forty nine play follows the Lohman family, headed up by Willie Lohman, who has been working as a salesman all his life. There you go. I've Death never seen
0: salesman. I've never seen Death of a Salesman, um, but I think this sounds like a very exciting project.
1: Yeah, it really does. And, and may I really say like something? May yeah. I say
0: something slightly not, not maybe it's controversial. Sharon D. Clarke is gonna be in this and I hope that unlike Caroline or Change, This production gives uh, her something to really show off her true talent.
1: Yes, because that's yeah, that's where she's just recently come from, and obviously that closed early as we announced last week, sadly.
0: I hope it wasn't us who contributed to that closure. I'm sure that's
1: our egos getting away (laughs) of what actually happened. Um, yeah. Only Fools and Horses oh I love this man Nicholas Lindhurst and yes. West End star Cassidy Johnson will join the new revival of Man of La Mancha at the Coliseum in the West End so this is
0: not to be confused with the production of Only Fools and Horses which is I think it's currently previewing actually yes um, in the West End this is because the star of the original Nicholas Lindhurst is coming back to the West End he's going to be playing the innkeeper and the captain he's also joining of course uh, we've previously announced this Kelsey Grammer my mate
1: your best friend My best best friend,
0: I watched him eat a burger in a local burger (laughs) restaurant and then said, can I have a picture? Uh, So Kelsey (laughs) is leading the cast as Miguel Cervantes and Don Quixote.
1: Fantastic. On that note, Kelsey Grammer, just quickly, Mm. someone was asking if we had a picture of that and could we put it on Instagram? Yes. Up to you. It's your picture. (laughs) Yes, we can do that. (laughs) Yeah. My, it's my picture is my friend.
0: Yeah, my friend Kelsey. All right, yeah, we'll do that later. Um, now, Anne-Marie Duff and Arthur Darville are going to star in a brand new revival of Sweet Charity. I mention this because it's one of my favourite shows.
1: Oh, and I like Anne-Marie Duff. I think she's fantastic.
0: Yes, this is going to be at the Donmar. Um, the outgoing artistic director Josie Rourke is directing the musical as her final show at the venue, running from April the 6th to June the 8th with an opening night on the 17th of April. All tickets at every Friday performance of Sweet Charity between the 19th and the 31st of May will be free to those aged 25 and under. Sweet Friday's free tickets will be allocated by ballot and on these performances, the Donmar will invite schools from every London borough to see Sweet Charity for free.
1: Oh, fantastic. We like that. We like that. What it does
0: mean is you don't want to be going on a Friday when all the school kids are there. So that's Let them enjoy it by themselves. Exactly.
1: That's fine. But uh, I I was thinking, what are the songs in it? Big Spender, Rhythm of Life. If my friends could see me now. Yes. Yes.
0: yes, Rhythm of Life is a a classic.
1: And Big Spender. Pretend, you know, getting on down, Big Spender.
0: I was waiting for you to sing.
1: I know. I'm sorry. I'm not going to indulge you with that this week. You've had enough. (laughs) <laughs> right, oh, this is exciting. Yummy Clive Owen is going to return to the stage for the first time in 18 years. Wow. Um, he's gonna be taking on the role of Reverend Shannon in a revival <gasps> Tennessee Williams, oh my god, my favourite playwright, in the Tennessee Williams play, The Night of the Iguana at the Noel Coward Theatre. The show's gonna run from July the sixth with a press night on the sixteenth of July. Now, the piece is also going to star Anna Gunn from Breaking Bad as Maxine Falk and Leah Williams Mary, as Mary Stewart. Um, also, um, Hannah Jelks. Oh, Julian Glover. Oh, I know that name. He taught me and my friends at drama school.
0: You've been taught by Julian Glover. I have been
1: taught by Julian. Uh, sadly, it didn't get me very far, but thanks, Julian, anyway. <laughs> Probably because I wasn't listening or something.
0: You need to go see this.
1: I do. I say, Julian. Look at me. Look what I've done with my life. I work with cruise ships. Uh, it's going to be directed by James McDonald with designs by Ray Smith, sound by Max Pappenheim and casting by Amy Ball. Now the Night of the Iguana was written by Williams in 1959 from his short story of the same name. And the piece was adapted into an Oscar winning film starring Richard Burton and Ava Gardner. Sorry, Jesus. Tickets can sell from today. Oh, this is so exciting. I love a bit of Tennessee Williams back in the West End. There we go. It's another um, one I'm going to have to press buy
0: for. Yes click your by finger on it yeah now the British Theatre Academy's summer season has been announced the company which aims to give young performers the chance to appear in major shows on some of the country's most notable stages will present Pasek and Paul's dog fight in the smaller Southwark playhouse space uh, Pasek and Paul little no. test for
1: you I tell me more because I recognise their surnames go on Yeah.
0: well they are of dear Evan Hansen fame ah. and greatest showman fame talking of di- hang on talking of
1: dear evan hansen yeah they had open auditions for that yesterday and on all instagram the queues were round the block anyway they just said on instagram thank you very much everybody but they were like long long really? long cues yeah were you in it were you there
0: <laughs> no i was not were, were you, you? No. No. no 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 was it for one part or several i don't know no I didn't even know they were happening.
1: I'm not going to lie. I just saw it on Instagram and then... Whoa! Wow, Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, that's quite all right.
0: Um, I say this because actually I think this is a good thing to support and go along and see. And if you've not seen Dogfight, I haven't before. This is your chance. So it's directed and choreographed by Dean Johnson running from the 28th to the 31st of August. The company is also presenting the cult classic Sunset Boulevard at the Minack Theatre from the 12th to the 16th of August. Da-da-da!
1: Da-da-da! What about the Stephen Schwartz play as well, My Son Pinocchio?
0: Oh, that's going to be performed in the smaller Southwark space with more details to be revealed. So I'd like to tell you more, but I can't.
1: (laughs) Watch this space. We'll have more
0: more to come.
1: (laughs) So something exciting. Now, it is taking a little bit away from theatre, but I do think it's worth mentioning. Okay. There is going to be a new on-demand arts tv service dubbed a cultural entertainment platform for the netflix generation and it has been launched marquee.tv offers viewers access to content from across the world including dance opera music and theater the co-founder simon walker has said that the service would be Home to the freshest, most innovative, most adventurous performances around it's available as an app on iOS or Android it's going to cost around8.99 it's also going to be available online through Apple TV, Amazon Fire and smart TVs. Now content available from its launch includes David Tennant in Richard II, the New York City Opera's Brokeback Mountain and Marquis has also teamed up with Opus Arte and uh, sorry the company that supplies filmed productions from the Royal Opera House and blinddbourne. Um, yeah, so it basically follows in the footsteps of other cultural offerings, including digital theatre. But uh, Armar has said that Marquee would offer that final digital and mobile leg. So keep an eye out for that. But don't stop going to the theatre. Maybe I shouldn't have promoted that.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's good to yeah, think to see. It's worth knowing, see. isn't it? Yeah. $8.99 a month.
1: <laughs> yes, not yeah. too bad. Not too Netflix bad. Netflix is meant to be going up as well, so it's probably going to be competitive with that, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think I'd want to know... A bit more in advance of what they're going to be showing yes. for nine quid a month yes um but no excellent i will yeah. have a look into that more there we go oh uh, and oh no i won't tell you anymore That's no, it. Are you done with that bit now because yes, you have got I've, a long list of script here for that but are you sure you've finished i think i'm going to cross that out cross it out That, that not for now. right uh, well, that's the end of news. Blimey, yes. that was a big news hour, that wasn't it? That
1: was news. That was what?
0: And the rest of it is only going to last two minutes. But <laughs> So what's on at the moment, Alex Minns? Well, do you know what, Robert Harris? What? Tartuffe is on. Tartuffe. Tartuffe. I
1: think that's how you say it. Mm. Tartuffe. Uh, starring Dennis O'Hare from Dallas Buyers Club and The Proposal, Kevin Doyle from The Fabulous Downton Abbey, and Olivia Williams. And it's a ferocious new version of Moliere's comic masterpiece. Um... Orgon, sorry, Orgon is the man who has everything, money, power, a beautiful home and family. It sounds a bit like me. But lately, he's been questioning the point of it all. When he invites the irresistible Tartuffe, into his seemingly perfect household, he unleashes a whirlwind of deception and seduction that threatens everything. Now, this is a scalpel shark comedy looking at the lengths we go to find meaning and what happens when we find chaos instead. Tickets are ranged from £15 to £55. Previews start from this Saturday for nine nine days, and that's starting from £15 to £37, so all very reasonable. But very excitingly... Uh-huh. They're actually um, offering people with hearing difficulties smart caption glasses. Now, Tartuffe is going on at the National <laughs> Theatre. I don't think I even mentioned that. But this is actually smart caption glasses are a collaboration between the National and then basically this the wonderful world of science. And they're a revolutionary way, new way for people with hearing loss to enjoy performances at the National Theatre. For the first time, service users can experience their productions, including Tartuffe, from any seat in any theatre. And when I looked at this online, you can see the glasses and there's they're see-through all the way around. And but apparently what you can see is obviously the, the scripts going through the glasses, and then you but you can also see the production. And from what I saw and looked at the reviews, people with hearing loss would just having a magnificent time speaking as somebody with hearing loss that is one of the most annoying things when i know when you speak quietly it's all to create atmosphere but god damn it is you miss half a piece Mm. so this is amazing fantastic smart caption glasses
0: that sounds like something out of minority report
1: and it does a bit doesn't it yeah Yeah, absolutely we should just say the glasses have been designed and manufactured by epson ka-ching yeah
0: yeah not that we get that no we don't at all Oh, the Donmar Warehouse. We're going back there again.
1: We are. And this is really exciting. Um, It starts on Friday. Sorry. Let me actually tell you what the production is. That oh, might help. Oh, come
0: a lot. on. Sorry, guys. Sit
1: together. <laughs> um... Barbarian Sound Studio. Now, some of you might recognise that name as a film that came out a few years ago. Um, it's playing um, as a theatrical production at the Dome Warehouse from the 8th of February until the 30th of March. Now, this is based upon Gilderoy, who is a long, long way from home. He's in Italy and it's in 1976. He is a magnificently magnificent sound designer and he's done all of this fantastic work from his Dorking-based nature documentaries. Um, And his work has not gone unnoticed. So he gets called to go to Italy and he swaps the foley table of his garden shed for the glamour of the Barbarian sound studio. And here, at the height of giallo, giallo horror, which I'll come back to and explain in a minute, Cabbages become corpses and your own voice can be overdubbed and silence speaks louder than screams. So this is based on Peter Strickland's accla- acclaimed subliminal horror film, which has now been adapted for the stage by Joel Horwood. It's darkly comedic. It's a sonic experience. And if, for those of you who saw the film, it's the film that Toby Jones starred in. Tickets are from £10 to £40. Now, the reason I tell you this, because it sounds amazing. And basically, if you'd seen the film... you. This guy goes over to Italy to create the sounds for a horror film. You never see the horror film, but you can become so immersed in his way of creating things. It's literally like... And the screams of the actors, and the, literally the cabbages being the smash of somebody's head as they get smacked into a wall or something like that. Yeah. And this was a genre that was back in, the, I think, the 1970s called giallo. And it's called giallo, meaning yellow, because it was based on the yellow pages of the script that the films were written on. But it's meant to... The film was fantastic... So I've heard because I've not actually seen it. And Toby Jones is magnificent. So I would say this on stage will be magnificent. And I'm surprised we don't talk... Why don't we talk about the Dormar Warehouse more? I saw this and I thought we must...
0: We must, we must. Now we've done it
1: twice in one day. Anyway, I think it's we've definitely worth it. seeing. And
0: with tickets from £10, amazing stuff. Wow, that sounds completely and utterly different. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just... Yeah. I, I, thought, just... I thought that was exciting.
0: Oh, it is, it is, it is. It but and is. Also,
1: the, the, also the way that you create sounds out of like smacking a cabbage that's not how you know it's not actually smacking somebody's head but it gives the same effect doesn't <laughs> yes, it yes it does I love it working in radio it's all about sound and effects
0: isn't it? <laughs> now I'll be quiet now elsewhere <laughs> uh, All About Eve has just opened The Noel Coward opened mm-hmm. on Saturday starring Lily James and Gillian Anderson running until the 11th of May it's being screened in cinemas in April as well um, and I have tried a couple of times for the lottery for that on Today Ticks but failed
1: um I just want I just on Gillian Anderson who I love more than I just I'm a little bit in love with her at the moment. yeah Have you seen Sex Education on Netflix? Yes. I love it. So I just wanted to bring that to everyone's attention because she's just an awesome actress.
0: So She's everywhere. Yeah. At she the yeah. 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 It is very funny that Brilliant. show. Brilliant. Oh uh, yeah, so what's next so then please? Shall we both take a deep in yeah, take a we breath with- at the same time? <laughs> Um, I what yes. have we seen? What have we seen? What have we seen? I have been to see something at our favorite place, the other palace.
1: <laughs> yes, which gets a mention every week. We should be getting some kind <laughs> of sponsorship from them.
0: Unbelievable. I know.
1: I've been to see Frantic Assembly, but what did you see at the other palace? So,
0: uh, we went to see uh, Amdram the Musical, uh, which was music by <laughs> Alex Parker and book and lyrics by Katie Lamb, and it is exactly what you would want and hope from titled show
1: i love it that sounds amazing is it hilarious it things? was
0: very funny it reminded me an awful lot of some victoria wood sketches oh and have you done amdram no darling you've
1: not done amdram, I have done amdram. yes yes of course yes. you have of course i have
0: it, it was just like being back there. <laughs> yes. yes and quite clearly alex parker and katie lamb have been there and done it and written this a uh, uh, brilliant show. I hope it does really well. It was only two performances, a matinee and evening, but the reception was fantastic. It was very funny. Huge laughs and the G&Ts were good as well.
1: So do we think it's going to go on to bigger and better things? Um,
0: it should do. It deserves to. However, I do think it's got a selective audience.
1: Okay, Okay, one to look out for, maybe at another date.
0: They are doing this, actually, on various cruise ships. They're doing the performance on various cruise ships.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I'll keep an eye out for that. You should look them up. I should should look them up. Alex
0: and Katie were best friends and have been for years and years and years, and they came on stage to introduce it. Um, And I know that, that from what they said, they've worked exceedingly hard on it, and it seems to have paid off. Very good.
1: Okay fantastic um yeah so I went to go and see Frantic Assembly which is playing at the uh, Theatre Royal Stratford um it's finished now so you can't go and see it but all I would say is is because we don't talk about kind of more physical theatre particularly and um it was it was called The Unreturning that we went to go and see but it was a Frantic Assembly production based around three different characters it was only four characters in total on stage but three different characters one a Soldier returning from the First World War coming home, one a soldier from the Afghan war coming home in 2013, and then one a refugee from the kind of not too distant future trying to come back home. And home at that point was the UK where the, it was supposedly war ravaged, hence the kind of not too distant future. Um, and it was all, it was basically all about their perception of home and what happened when they got home and the consequences of them being away. Um, probably doesn't sound like it was the most amazing thing, but because of the physical nature of Frantic Assembly and the, and the kind of simple set that they used, which was basically a, a container that would kind of switch around and create the different environments and they use the top, the middle, the inside, everything, and the, just the beautiful way they physicalized all the emotions... It was 100 minutes, no interval. Other than the fact I was bursting for the toilet by the time it (laughs) finished, I was mesmerised for the entire time. It was absolutely stunning. So please keep an eye out for Frantic Assembly. I know there are lots of people out there, but for those of you that maybe just enjoy theatre, this is definitely a production company that you want to go and experience at least once.
0: What do you mean by physical? What what was physical?
1: Um... Um,
0: Are we talking dance?
1: Not, no, it wasn't dance. It was more movement. So there was a piece where the soldier from 1918 um, uh, was basically having a... He'd come back with what we know now as PTSD and he was being treated by a doctor. And there was a point where the doctor's trying to understand exactly how he's breaking down in the home and why he can't kind of contribute to normal life. Um, and the doctor throws a chair on the floor and they physicalized the soldier's emotion through movement mm. so they moved the stage around the actor was being kind of it was, it was yeah slightly dance based but it was more kind of movement and the way that his head was feeling and it was i can't even i'm sorry i'm not very good at describing things so but it, it was, gave you
0: the feeling it, it of gave you what? the emotion right. physically yeah
1: so and it was extremely moving like it wasn't just that there were other there are other parts of it and some of the other characters were the narrators for the so the refugee would narrate for the soldier and the other soldier would narrate for the refugee and and then they'd all play different parts as well so it's not like you have one actor playing one character the whole way through although they were the main characters they also kind of became part of the other characters stories right um but, Yeah, it's just I would say if you if you've never experienced it then definitely just go and experience one of their productions. It's good. Wow. Yeah.
0: Sounds quite heavy. Were you mentally no. tired afterwards?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, mentally tired and bursting for the and toilet. Bursting yes. The loo. Yes, What's yeah. the theater like? Really nice. Is really it? nice. Um yeah, obviously a lot of history too. It's a traditional theatre that you'd but much smaller. And we were sit we were actually really lucky. We got some really good tickets for sixteen pounds. We we're at the back of the stalls but could see everything. So yeah, and had a straight view through. We didn't have anyone sitting in front of us. It was amazing. <gasps> oh, I know. I
0: like that. And you sit and you're hoping, please no one sit in front of me. Please yes. no one sit in front of me and no one sat in front no of one. you.
1: Our prayers were answered that day. And
0: even when the lights go down, you're still thinking, please don't sit in front of me, please don't sit in front <laughs> of me because you know damn well they will. And they'll eat they'll eat sweets noisily
1: yes yeah i know no there was none of that such a captivating piece anyway there you go frantic assembly excellent well aren't we you know out and about seeing the theatre we
0: are talking of which i'm off to see very shortly uh we're recording this on tuesday i'm off to see uh nine to five this evening yes i won't sing again but that's exciting so we can talk about that next week
1: who's taken louise redknapp's part
0: Oh, am sl- don't ask oh, me I'm that sorry. now. Well, just let, let
1: us know next week what it's like. Yes, I will. Yeah.
0: I'll take a picture as well and tweet it. Yes, yes,
1: do. <laughs> can you send it to Instagram, please? Because I'm lacking in pictures. I'll, I'll
0: send it to you and God, you can do it. God, I don't we'll understand do Instagram. <laughs> So that's about it, really. Uh, Other than the fact, a quick trip to Broadway to tell you this. In collaboration with Columbia Live Stage, the Michael Jackson Estate has announced that the long awaited Michael Jackson musical will be going forward under the title Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, named after one of his hits, of course. So it's going to be directed and choreographed by Christopher Wilden, who became a Tony Award winner in 2015 for Best Choreography for an American (gasps) in Paris. I
1: love that musical.
0: Um, I can imagine that this is going to be high energy, and whoever gets the lead role in this, I'm like, oh, I think there'll be cues around the block for that as well. Surely they'll do open oh, auditions I for that. I would have
1: thought so. What's going to happen to Thriller though? Who knows? I mean, you know.
0: What? What's going to happen to Thriller? <laughs> well, to be fair, I've never actually seen. We
1: well, you know Thriller the, on this, this the musical, but still oh, going I see on at Sorry. Saying. I'm sorry, I didn't no, make I that clear. Yes.
0: Yes. No, that's a very good point. So
1: will what, they take that... that away?
0: I was going to say, is that open on Broadway? I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. But it's been in the West End for years, is not it, Thriller? Yes, yeah, it's years gone years. really well. So, yes, I wonder what will happen. If it comes over here with a huge success, Thriller will suffer, won't it?
1: But this is exciting, though. So this new one is actually going to be celebrating the legacy and artistry of Jackson by taking audiences behind the scenes during the Dangerous tour back in 1992. Yeah, I went to go and see that, which was both a pivotal and highly controversial period in the Billie Jean singer's career. Yeah.
0: Michael Jackson's career. It's a nice angle to take a show down, actually, because you you could do an awful lot with uh, a Michael Jackson-themed show, Thriller being one of them, but yeah. That Um, was the one where
1: he took off in a space rocket, or he
0: he probably didn't,
1: but right at the end, he had like a jetpack on the back.
0: That's right. Um, But yeah, great choreographer I'm sure that would be quite cool So we'll keep our eye on that one As we go over the next few months And this very last thing to let you know about There is a new musical theatre radio station uh, Based in the US Good. It's called iHeartBroadway You can listen to it online But for some reason I couldn't download the app Which frustrated me It said that it's not (laughs) available in this country Um, I even tried a naughty VPN naughty naughty me just to see if I could get it if I was pretending I was in the US and I couldn't even do that Uh, however you can just go on the website and listen there and um, well it's a musical theatre radio programme there's nothing more to say it's a
1: bit like EP on Sunday just continuously just continuous all day
0: long if you want something on in the background that's camp and joyous that's the way to go. <laughs> and on that note, yes. we shall say goodbye. What a week it's been. What a busy week it's been. Oh, no. And next week we can go nine to five-ing.
1: We can go nine, but that's exciting. Yes.
0: Have a good week. <laughs>
1: have, have a lovely, <laughs> lovely week. week. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.